0: May peace, Allah's mercy, and Allah's blessing be upon each and every one of you. We express gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty, the Creator, the Sustainer, and the Healer. We praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask for His assistance. We seek His forgiveness and pardon. We believe in Him and we rely upon Him alone. We ask Allah to save us from the evils of ourselves and the evils of our actions. We bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah, and we bear witness that Prophet Muhammad is his slave and messenger. Allah, the most glorified, tells us in the Qur'an, be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah will teach you he has full knowledge Of everything. Dear honorable respected brothers and sisters, elders, scholars and children, in my last khutbah I spoke about healing. I spoke about healing our relationship with the environment. We learned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us trustees of this planet and we must treat it with care. We also spoke about healing interfaith and intrafaith relations. Today I would like to explore what Islam teaches us about self-healing. How many of us can claim to have never been physically sick? Who can say that they have never felt emotionally down, mentally overwhelmed or spiritually weak? I know I have experienced all the above over and over again. Healing is something that we all need. We need to look after our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. Today, we will try to explore sources of healing from an Islamic perspective. First, we must ask ourselves some fundamental questions. Where did I come from? Why does my soul exist? And where am I going? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that the objective of life and our existence is to worship Him alone. I created Jinn and mankind only to worship Me. So the goal for you and I is to return to our Lord with a clean and purified soul. We learn from our beloved Prophet ﷺ, may peace and blessings be upon him, that mental and physical health is dependent upon spiritual health. He tells us, verily in the body is a piece of flesh, which if sound, the entire body is sound, and if corrupt, the entire body is corrupt. Truly, it is the heart. Even true wealth, is dependent upon the soundness of one's soul. Abu Dhar reported, the Messenger of Allah said, wealth is in the heart and poverty is in the heart. Whoever is wealthy in his heart will not be harmed no matter what happens in the world. Whoever is impoverished in his heart will not be satisfied no matter how much he has in the world. Verily, he will only be harmed by the greed of his own soul. Now, now that we recognize the role of the soul in affecting every aspect of our existence, we look at the means of healing our soul and keeping it healthy. The first and immediate change we can make in our life is to remain in the state of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala tells us Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu dhkurullaha dhikran kathira O believers, remember God often wa sabbihuhu bukratan wa asila and glorify Him morning and evening huwa alladhi yusalli alaykum wa malaiikatuhu liyukhrijakum minal dhulumati ilal nur It is He who blesses you as do his angels, in order to lead you out of the darkness and into light. Mu'minina rahima. He is ever merciful towards the believers. Tahiyyatuhum salam ajran karima. When they meet him, they will be greeted with peace, and he has prepared a generous reward for them. Being a thakir. One who is engaged in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala carries many benefits. Dhikr pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, cleans the heart and removes evil. Abu Musa al-Ash'ari relates that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, The example of the one who remembers his Lord and the one who does not is like the example of a living and a dead person. Now that we have watched our souls and healed through remembrance, we turn to our mental state. We human beings are navigating through interesting times, social media, an aimless, godless postmodern society, economic, social, and political uncertainties. Our mental health at times takes a toll. When we are hit with a barrage of thoughts, muraqaba, or self-observation is our sanctuary. It invites us to pause, observe, and identify the thoughts. Are they positive or are they negative? Where are they coming from? Are they ego-inspired, devilish, and dark? Or are they soul-inspired, angelic, and light? We must reinforce positive thinking and remove negative thoughts. The Qur'an encourages positive thinking. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says: Qul ya 'ibadiyalladhina asrafu 'ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says: Say, my servants who have harmed yourselves by your own excess, do not despair of God's mercy. Inna Allaha yaghfiru adh Al هُوَ Al rahim Allah forgives all sins. He is truly the most forgiving, the most merciful. Through this practice, we remain in a compassionate and curious state of evaluating our thoughts. We then move on to self-accountability, known as muhasaba, to assess our state. What actions and tasks allowed me to be in a positive state of mind? How do I continue doing things that lead to positive thinking? As believers, we need to be balanced. There must be balance in how we speak to ourselves and what we expect of ourselves. Either I have to be perfect and never make a single mistake, or I've sinned so God doesn't love me and will never forgive me. These extremes are unhealthy in thought and actions. The Islamic way is the middle way. The reality is we are human and we will make mistakes. It is important that we pick ourselves up and we try again. We keep pursuing closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remember that he is all forgiving. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ الله. Misfortunes can only happen with Allah's permission. وَمَنْ يؤمن بِاللَّهِ يهدي قلبه. He will guide the heart of anyone who believes in Him. وَاللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ alim. God knows all things. So, my dear brothers and sisters, how do we heal? How do we reclaim our thoughts and keep our mind, body, and soul in balance. We recognize that trials and tribulations are part and parcel of this worldly life. They are from the decree of our Lord. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said, when a Muslim is afflicted with pain as much as the prick of a thorn or more, Allah will expiate his sins just as leaves fall from a tree. When we make a mistake, we remind ourselves that we have so many blessings. And through patience, prayer, contemplation, and self-accountability, we can get back on track. We can become better. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amunusta'eenu bil sabri wa salah, inna allaha ma'as sabirin. O you who believe, seek help through steadfastness and prayer for God is with the steadfast. The Islamic principle of tawakkul is being an optimist, knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for us. We must happily accept what has been ordained for us. We have to actively remind ourselves that our Lord will never forsake us. Even the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, had to be reassured. Your Lord has not forsaken you, O Prophet, nor does he hate you. And the future will be better for you than the past. Your Lord is sure to give you so much that you will be well satisfied. The Qur'an contains guidance for good health and healing. Allah calls the Qur'an a book of healing. O oh people, a teaching from your Lord has come to you, a healing for what is in your hearts. And guidance and mercy for the believers. Say, O Prophet, in God's grace and mercy, let them rejoice. خَيْرٌ مِمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ These are better than all they accumulate. The Qur'an is better for us than all the possessions of this world. In times of hardship, pain, and loss, we must turn to a shafi to the healer, one of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah, the glorified and exalted, has provided us with an amazing tool for healing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, seek help with patience and prayer. Allah is the Almighty, the creator, and the sustainer of the universe. So who better to call upon than Him? only he can provide ease from our pain and hardship so my dear brothers and sisters does prayer heal can prayer soothe our soul mind and body allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us ala bi tatma'innul qulub truly it is in the remembrance of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that hearts find peace Prayer will make us healthier and happier. It is a healer and a self-help tool that brings us to a state of tranquility. The more regular the prayer and the deeper our connection with Allah, the more beneficial it is for us. Our beloved prophet, may peace and blessings be upon him, said, that prayer is the coolness of my eye he relied upon prayer as a source of comfort. As we know, he was tested with many trials and tribulations in his time, and it is with prayer that he found mental calmness. The prayer of the Prophet was always with great humbleness, full of concentration and sincere submission to the Almighty. So, how can we attain benefit from prayer? First, we must engage consistently with our prayer. Incorporate prayer into our daily life. Make prayer our habit. Converse with Allah and try to connect with Him every day. Remember Him and He will remember you. We make sure that we pray on time. No matter how busy we are, we must not miss any Fard prayers, especially fajr. When we take our last breath, nothing worldly will matter more to us than our prayer. We must connect with mindfulness, make prayer deep and meaningful. We must concentrate and allow ourselves to enjoy a personal and close relationship with our Lord. Sujood is the position in which we are closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We take our time and embrace that closeness and be warmed and comforted by it. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala tells us in the Quran, "وَإِذَا O Prophet, if my servants ask you about me, tell them I am near. "أُجِيبُ الدَّاعِ إِذَا Da'an, I respond to those who call me." So let them respond to me and believe in me so that they may be guided. We make dua while we are in prostration as per the Prophet's recommendation. Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi tells us a slave becomes nearest to his Rabb when he is in prostration. So increase supplication while prostrating. Lastly, don't feel shy to seek human help. Islamic medicine, Islamic counseling, and Islamic psychotherapy is seeing a revival. It is the healing of every human element through spirituality. We have cultural stigmas that we don't speak about emotions and mental illness. My dear brothers and sisters, problems don't just go away. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, who reported the messenger of Allah, may peace and blessings be upon him, said, Allah did not send down any disease, but that he also sent its cure. We must seek help for illnesses and trauma. We must strive to have healthy minds, bodies and souls. In conclusion, I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we find trusted friends and counselors that help us gain mindfulness of our Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to constantly engage in his remembrance. May we remind our hearts and souls that we are never alone. Allah is always with us. May we engage in prophetic muraqaba and muhasaba. May we heal through remembrance, prayer, and repentance. May our every effort, word, Thought and action reflect the beauty and mercy of the divine. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our gathering and our sitting and our listening. And may Allah forgive me for anything stated incorrectly.